when I crack the mic, dudes be saying like, damn, he's shite. Yeah. I pit my payload, talking on the mic in my new download. Yeah. This is how I roll. Bad attitude, mouth out of control. Yeah. It's Chunky with the big blowhole. He's like Bruce Lee, rocking the clout. Yeah. Dude, share the podcast. Yeah. Dude, share the podcast. Yeah. Dude, share the podcast. Yeah. I freak out. Dude, share the podcast. Yeah. Dude, share the podcast. Yeah. Dude, share the podcast. Yeah. I freak out. When I talk to the world, this is what I see. Why? Everybody stops and they listen to me. I got grumpy in my funny and I ain't afraid to show it. Show it. Show it. Show it. I'm grumpy and I know it. And now, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Grumpy Chunk. Mickey Dolan, is that going to happen every time? Like, is that the how the show's going to start from now on? Last time, and we got we got to rehash the the bad memories of the last show we had. <laughs> okay, nice. Thank you very much for that. I appreciate that. Whose idea was that? Your idea? Good idea. Good idea. That was a good idea. You're going places, kid. My name is Grumpy Chunk. This is the Grumpy Chunk program. Thank you for listening, and you're listening on any of the. Uh, of the uh, podcast. This is the podcast, right? This is the podcast of the Grumpy Chunk program. You can find it on YouTube. Just type in uh, Grumpy Chunk. You can find it on the Twitter. It's uh, at the Grumpy Chunk on the Twitter. You can find it on the Facebook. Facebook, I don't even talk about the Facebook right now. Facebook, I got I got a story about the Facebook. We'll talk about that later. Regarding the trial, the trial that just happened up in Minnesota, right? Oh, I got, I got, a, I got something for you. This is that's Mickey Dolan's like, oh, no, don't do that. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to do that. You know why? Because I'm the podcast of Pimp. Thought I forgot about it. Oh, rolling those Mickey Dolan eyes. See, what else? Uh, you can uh, also get us uh, on any of the podcasts. Okay, we're on Apple Podcasts. We're on the Spotify, Breaker, Radio Public. So we're on all these uh, things. Also, you can email us. And I got an email today, too. So we're going to do an email as well. The email is thegrumpychunkpodcast at gmail.com. You want you want to get an email in here? You want a question? You got a question? You want to do? You know, send it on in. And uh, yours truly, the Grumpster, the Grumpmeister, the Chunk One, uh, will answer it. So before we get into the program today, as we do at every show, we try to give you kind of a little update about what's going on around here. Because hey, Mickey Dolan, producer extraordinaire, cannot get a microphone. We we've tried, we've tried. Can't get him a microphone. I don't understand what the big deal is, but it's going to be tougher to get him a microphone. Mickey Dolan, you know this, and this shook you. You were kind of upset about this because you like the guy. I could care less one way or another because this is this is radio, this is broadcasting, and this happens all the time. But our program director got fired like uh, five days ago, last Friday, right? Was it last Friday or was it Monday? I can't remember. And it was it was just really weird. It was weird how it happened. So this is what happened after the last program that we had. The, the last Grumpy Chunk program we had, sales guy, the sales guy comes in and he says, Grumpy, can you do me a favor? I'm like, okay, what do you need? He says, the program director and I are going to this car dealer to work on a bunch of, you know, promo spots and ad spots and stuff like that. And we, we want, he, the, the, the car dealer loves you, loves your voice, loves your personality. So he wants me to come along with him. No problem. Okay, fine. I got this. I'm with you. Mr. Sales Guy, Mr. Program Director, you know, Mr. Nondescript, and yours truly, the chunk one, go down to this car dealer. Well, the car dealer 
is like, I'm not going to say he's every car dealer because I'm not going to say all the car dealers are the same, but you know the type. Okay, I know you know the type because you've you've shopped for a car, you you've gone to a car dealership, everybody's gone to a car dealership, and you know they're always trying to cut the best deal possible, and that's just that's just them doing business. So it doesn't really bother me. I was I was indifferent to it. We're sitting there around this table. It's the it's the dealer, the sales manager for the dealer, and some other Yahoo, our sales guy, the program director, and yours truly, the chunk one. Well, the car dealer is making a lot of demands. You know, it's like a lot of demands. He wants like five remotes. He wants he wants live reads. He wants, you know, an ad spot in every single commercial break on the radio station. He wants me to get on the podcast here and do like, you know, a 20-minute uh, interview with him and stuff like that. And it's like, I, I just, you know, because the podcast is kind of a separate entity, but still owned by the same company, they really don't have, they, they can't like force me to do it. So they're trying to get me to do it. And I'm like, eh, you know, uh, I don't know if that's really interesting. You know, uh, I, I don't know. I mean, uh, you're a cool guy and all, but I mean, you know, that's not really that type of program. I said, if you want to do a special or something, you know, I'll do like a 20 minute special. Well, you know, I'll talk to you and you can tell me about all your cars and stuff. And we could do that on a different channel or something. And he's like, oh, that's a good idea. That's a good idea. That's a good idea. It's like, okay, well, that's a good idea. I'm just trying to help things out. I want to be helpful. I'm a helpful guy. The program director kind of steps in and says, look, you know, no offense or anything, but we're really giving up a lot for just a little bit of money that you're providing. And the sales guy chimes up and says, you know, what we could do is we could blah, blah, blah. And he starts going into all this financial stuff. And the program director is kind of like, well, I mean, we're really not really supposed to do that. We're kind of given a little too much of the, uh, of the radio station as it is. And now you're going to add the podcast to it and then personalized service, you know, and then he says, you know, is grumpy going to get a retainer? Cause usually that's what would happen. Okay. So if the car dealer wants me to be like his, his like voice guy, or he wants me to be like his like spokesman or whatever, then they put you on a retainer. That's, that's part of the deal, right? Everybody's just having this regular conversation. It's just real talk, okay? Understand what I'm saying to you. It's just real talk. It's just how people talk. You're just being honest. You're not being insulting. You're just putting it on the table. Hey, look, maybe that might be a little too much. I mean, just being regular. Now, I'm not sticking up for the program director. I'm just saying that when you have conversations where you're doing business conversations, it's good just to say, hey, look, this is A, B, and C, and the other guy says this is X, Y, and Z, and then you come together, you kind of make it try to work, right? That's just the way things go. And it's really tough to have those type of negotiations and those kinds of conversations when somebody in the party, somebody at the table is not playing with a full deck, brah. When he's in his own mind, when he's not hearing you, and he's not, it's not like you're not trying to communicate. I mean, really, anything you say in his head, he's hearing something different. I'll give you a quick example. It's sunny outside. A person who's not paying attention or is not right in the head hears, blue is my favorite color. Are you with me? And I can say this because this uh, this dealership isn't with us anymore. He pulled all his stuff because he was mad at the program director because the program director said, "Look, I think I we're kind of given a little too much of the radio station. We need going to have we need some for other other clients." He heard, "I don't want to work with you. I hate your whole company. I hate all your cars. I hate you." 
Really? That's what, and I'm sitting there, I'm like, what just happened? Because then this car dealer said, get out of my place. Get out. Get out right now. And he gets all like angry and mad and just visceral, man. He got, he got steamed. The program director was like, well, now hold on a second. I wasn't saying that, I wasn't saying that I hate you. No, I mean, I love this company and blah, 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 you know. And so the program director and Mr. Nondescript is trying to smooth it over. The sales guy's trying to smooth it over. I'm kind of just sitting there because I'm not, I'm not getting into this. Whenever I see somebody or I talk to somebody or I have a conversation with somebody and they're not playing with a full deck, I shut up. I shut up. I just try to, no, 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 no. You know what? I'm not going to try to reason with you because trying to reason with you is like trying to reason with a turnip. It ain't going to happen. It is not going to happen. The, the world in your head is different from the world outside. Outside, it's trees. It's, it's cars going by. It's people making money. It's people doing business. It's stores. It's people shopping, people wearing masks. In your head, you're Frodo, and you're heading for the mountain of doom trying to throw the, the, the ring in. And Gollum is like, oh, my precious, my precious, because that's what's going on in your melon. It's a different world. So we get back to the studio. Okay, Dolan, are you with me here? You getting because it looks like your eyes are starting to glaze over. And don't give me the wrap-up sign. I'm I'm on a roll here. We get back to the studio. The program director still kind of shaking his head. He was kind of shaken by this. I, I gotta tell you, you know, I'm not sticking up for the guy. I'm just saying he was kind of shaken by this. You could tell, and it was kind of it was kind of not his fault. So Cockroach, the general manager, who doesn't like any type of confrontation at all, just had. A million dollars pulled from him. Well, I guess now I know what uh, gets him going. Now I know where he when he get, when he wants to confront somebody. Man, let me tell you, I know what motivates him now. One million dollars coming out of your back pocket. That, I guess that would motivate me too. But damn! So cockroach scurried down the hall, got in the program director's face. You're fired! You're fired! You're fired! You're fired! And he just starts firing him. This is like it's like you can only fire somebody once. No, no, he went on. And I'm in the hallway. I'm on my way to the staff kitchen to get some coffee because that's what we do. We, we drink coffee here. Two creams, one sugar. The sales guy's like, look, it wasn't really his fault. And you're fired too. So he fired <laughs> he fired the sales guy. He fired the program director. And I'm standing there. I'm thinking to myself, ah, oh, here it comes. This is going to be number 41. Grumpy's going down. No, no. He just walked right past me. Just walked right past me. I was, I, that blew me away. I couldn't believe that he just walked right past me. He just walked right past me. Didn't say a word. Didn't say one single word. He just walked right past me. I went in, got my cup of coffee, sat down. The program director came in. He shook, shook my hand, and he said, it was nice working with you. And I said, hey, good luck to you, brother. And that was it. And we're going to get a new program director. I think he starts today. They didn't mess around. They found somebody quick. That's different. So we have that to look forward to, right? Okay? So look. Okay, so Mickey Dolan, you're really giving me the wrap-up sign now. But there's more to this. All right, but there's a part two. So let's uh, let's finish part one. All right, go to break. When we come back, we'll hit part two because part two is just as funny. People ask, hold your ears, folks. What is it like to drive with Grumpy Chunk? It's showtime. And this guy better move his fat ass right now. Move your ass, the light is green. You better move. I got some place to be. Move your ass. 
What in Judas Rockin' Priest is going on around here? Does that answer your question? Subscribe, like, follow, share. Tell people you like your podcast, Grumpy. It's the Grumpy Chunk Show. Thank you, thank you, thank you, and welcome back to the Grumpy Chunk Podcast. So just uh, I just relayed that sto- the, the story about the program director getting fired. So now you're probably thinking to yourself, well, Grumpy, that's an interesting story, but how does this relate to you? Well, this is, this is how it relates to me, because, because Cockroach was so gung-ho about just starting to fire people, and he fired the sales guy without finding out what's going on, fired the program director without finding what, out what's going on, even though, I mean, a million dollars is a lot of money, man. That's a lot of money. Absolutely. I totally understand that. I totally get that. But not even giving these guys a chance to save it or come back at it, come back to the client. Not even nothing like that. Just guns a-blazing. I'm in the studio the next day. Cockroach comes in. And you know how guys sit sometimes? They take the chair, they turn it around, they sit down like they're your bro, like you're about ready to have a beer together. This is what he does. He takes the chair, he turns it around, he sits down like saddles, like he saddles it, like we're supposed to be having a beer together and talk about uh, the ponies and the cows uh, at the chuck wagon. He looks at me, he says, Grumpy, I blame you. I'm like, what? (laughs) You blame me? (laughs) <laughs> for what? I was asked to go. I haven't offered I haven't offered to help. How is this my fault? He says, "Well, you're here." And I have nobody to yell at. I'm like, "Well, that's your own fault for firing him before you had a chance to really find out what was going on yelling at him." He says, uh, "That's not it." He says, "I think this was all you." I'm like, "How's this all me?" I, do, I was asked to go along. I was a, a second thought in this conversation. I was a second thought in this meeting. It was like, hey, you know what? Let's bring, let's bring the talent guy, or talented, voice talented. Let's bring him along. Maybe we can schmooze this uh, dealer better. And Cockroach, I, I'm like, now, now I'm like thinking to myself, this guy doesn't want to talk to me about anything. But now... Now he wants to talk to me because a million dollars was on the line. Now he wants to do that. Are you out of your mind, man? Are you kidding me? So you fire the program director. You fire the sales guy. The sales guy was actually a pretty good sales guy, too. He just lost a million dollars in commission. Don't you think he would have want wanted that back? Don't you think he could have probably got something? It wasn't his only client. He had a ton of them. So Cockroach says to me, no, I think it was your fault. You went in there. And you don't like to play ball with anybody. I was like, how do you? I never said I don't like to play ball. I just don't like to play your ball. Because your ball's stupid, man. And I'm thinking to myself, oh, it's coming. This is coming. This is, this is the conversation where Grumpy Chunk gets number 41 firing. No. No. He just, all he said was, I don't understand how you could let this happen. How could you go in there? And let this happen. I said, it wasn't my deal to let happen or not, not let happen. It wasn't, I wasn't part of it. I was a second thought. He said, well, I can't believe, I can't believe that, that, that you're going to have to figure out a way to fix this. I'm like, I got to figure out a way to fix this. I wasn't, what, what is that? 
Now I'm just thinking to myself, oh, here's another one. This is another guy whose thought process is not based in reality. No wonder he scurries around. No wonder he scurries away from problems. Because how can you face problems you can't even face yourself, man? Are you out of your mind? Are you kidding me? While the rest of the world carries on, while the rest of the world does what it's supposed to do, while the rest of the world is honest with itself, who can look in the mirror and say, you know what, I need a shave. Hey, you know what, I'm overweight. Hey, maybe I should put down that pastry. Maybe I need gas. Maybe I need to go to the store. Maybe I need to go for a jog. Maybe I'm being real with myself. In this world, if you are being real with yourself, you might actually be in the minority because most people are Frodo and Samwise and you're on the trip to the volcano to throw the ring of power in and hoping that Gandalf is going to take the winged guys, the winged uh, eagles, and come and save your ass. Really? Is that what goes on in people's minds? So now, Cockroach thinks I got to fix this. And, you know, I got to tell you, I said no. I said no. He says, you got to. I don't have to fix nothing, man. I said, you know what? I'll give you some advice. You want some advice from a guy who's been around the block for a long time? Here's some advice for you, Mr. Cockroach. You call the program director. You call the sales guy and you say, look, I was kind of hot. I made a mistake. Just come on back. Let's work this out. And all together, all of us together, we'll work this out and try to figure out how to get this client back. And you apologize. And you be real. And I told him, I said, and if you, and if you want me to be involved, I will help you. Because I'm not just, I'm not grumpy all the time. I'm not chunky all the time. And this guy, I swear to God, this guy looks at me, dead stare. And he says, no, once I fire somebody, they're gone forever. Really? Okay. Well, that's good. Good for you, man. I hope you can, you, you know what? Then in this case, enjoy not ever getting that million dollars back because you're not doing anything to help your own cause. People and their rigidity. You know what? Let me tell you something. Okay. Little advice from the chunkster for you. If you make a mistake, it's okay. There's nothing wrong with making a mistake. Mistakes happen. Mistakes happen. Own it. Live it. Understand it. Learn from it. It's okay to do that. There's nothing wrong with that. Second, when you are talking to somebody whose head is not based in reality, and that, like I said, they're Frodo and Samwise, and in their head, they're off to the, uh, the volcano, to throw the ring of power in and save the world, I stay away from those guys. I do. And my suggestion to you is to do the same thing. (laughs) Mickey Dolan, Dolan, his eyes are bugging out. (laughs) I I just put that on the table, yo. Man, let me tell you something. If Cockroach listens to this program, I'm going to be fired. (laughs) But you know what? No, tough. No, 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 no. We're not going to do that. We're not going to do that because that's real. You know what? And uh, you know, maybe it's not funny, but it's real. Okay? All right. So you're giving me the wrap up. We're, we're so, we've so blown this whole break, right? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> I'm actually, I'm actually, I, it may sound like I'm wound up. I'm really not. I'm really not wound up at all. This is just like par for the course. This is just what it is, right? All right. So here's how it goes. 
Another grumpy Chuck dream. Another grumpy Chuck dream. So I had this really weird dream. I had this dream that I came into the studio, right? Dolan, you were laying back in your chair, your head cocked back, and at your feet was a, a can of condensed air. Foaming at the mouth. And then you had been huffing the air. And I looked at you, I looked right in your face. Foaming at the mouth. And I thought to myself, oh my God. And I saw you foaming at the mouth. Foaming at the mouth. And I dreamt that I called the paramedics. I called the police. They showed up. And when I went to take them to you to save your life. You disappeared. You were gone. You disappeared. You were gone. And so was the can. For a second there, I thought to myself in my dream. I'm crazy. I'm crazy. I must be going mad. I'm crazy. And then you came out of the other studio like nothing had happened. And the police officer and the paramedic confronted you. And you told them you didn't know what I was talking about. That you were fine. I'm crazy. Then they turned to me, gave me a sullen look, like I had wasted their time, and left. And it was so disconcerting because I, all I do is remember that you're foaming at the mouth. You're foaming at the mouth. You're foaming at the mouth. Foaming at the mouth. And I have to save him. I have to save him. And then I call the police and nothing happened. But then, thinking that I was crazy. I'm crazy. I dreamt that I walked into the studio and there was a thousand empty cans of compressed air. Foaming at the mouth. And I looked at you, and you just smiled. You gave me that Mickey Dolan smile. I'm crazy. And I thought, no. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> I need help. I'm crazy. <laughs> it was all a dream. Hooray for Chunky Wood. Not this nonsense again. Where stupid stories are read by Chunky. And you know they're really gonna suck. Oh my god. Hooray for Chunky Wood. Holy Hollywood. And now, here's your master of ceremonies, Grumpy. All right, Mr. DeMille, I'm ready for my close-up. Chunk. <laughs> we gotta do this again. Chunky Wood. All right, so we got we got two stories today for Chunky Wood. Two Two stories today for Chunky Wood. Uh, first one is uh, on Morrissey. The second one is on Ted Nugent. Okay? You're just talking crazy, fat man. All right. So Morrissey, apparently The Simpsons. Now, I haven't catch this because I haven't watched The Simpsons in a long time. Okay? I'm not against them. I just, uh, I don't know, maybe I grew out of them or something. Or maybe it just wasn't as funny as it used to be. So I guess they did a show on Morrissey, right? So if you know anything about Morrissey, Morrissey was a lead singer of The Smiths. It's a good band, and some of his solo work is really good too. Okay, so I, I, I'm a fan, I'm a fan, okay, of the music. When it comes to his like everything else, it's like really, there, bro. Aren't you a little pompous? Aren't you a little egocentric? At least that's my opinion. That is literally the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Because he's always against the establishment. You know, he hates the queen. He hates the government. Everything's got to come down. The world would be a better place with anarchy. Back off, Jack! Uh, he hates record labels, anything establishment, right? And he's always the guy who tells everybody that they're racist or they're Marxist or they're they're bigoted or they're mean or they're ugly or whatever else like that. That's the He is like that guy, but he can't take it. He cannot take it. So anyway, so I guess the Simpsons did an episode on him suggesting that he's kind of, you know, fat. Maybe he's just a little hypocritical. Just a little. Just a teeny bit. Just a teeny bit of hypocritical. Just a little bit. Kind of jerk, right? Well, Morrissey threw down. Morrissey is now up in arms after this is the same guy that said the queen should be abolished and the government should be torn down. Now he wants the government in England to support him because he feels that the Simpsons just busted out the hate speech on him. And it's not because, you know, he's, uh, he's homosexual. It's not because he's a vegan, but because they said he was like a hypocrite. A hypocrite. And that should be hate speech. 
If that's hate speech, let me tell you something. I am the air and the sea. I am the moon. <laughs> that idea is just the worst. All right. The next Chunky Wood story is more inconsistency, right? This is great. I love this. Ted Nugent. Yes, Ted Nugent. Wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. That guy. Wango, tango, bango, Django, stranglehold. All right, that guy. During the whole pandemic, this dude is telling everybody that COVID-19 was nothing but a hoax. Was total hoax. And you know what's coming. You know what's coming. You know what's coming, don't you? You know what's coming. I'm going to... You know what's coming. Bad is good, baby! Down with government! That's right. The guy who claimed that it was a, a big hoax and everything, he caught it. He tested positive for it. And apparently, he got really sick. He got really, really, really sick. It's sort of like the guy, uh, the Prime Minister of England. He was saying it was a hoax, too. He thought it was a hoax. The guy with the hair? And it was bad. It was bad for him. Ted Nugent, he, after this whole thing's over, he says, I thought I was going to die. No kidding, man. You know, because it's real, bro. Living rooms of America... Do you catch my drift? Again, I don't, we talked about this earlier in the program. People, they live in this world that they've created inside their melon, man. And in Ted Nugent's head, it's Frodo, Samwise Gamgee, Ted Nugent with his guitar, and they're all on their way to Mount Doom to throw the ring of power in the lava. And hopefully Gandalf and his winged eagles, flap, 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 are going to come and save him. That's because that's the world he lives in, man. I'm not saying that I wish anybody should have COVID-19, but anybody who says that COVID-19 is a hoax, I just, man, I, I hope that they get a reality check. That's what I hope. I hope they get a reality check like Mr. Ted Nugent did. You're just talking crazy, fat man. So thank you very kindly. This has been another trip. Chunky Wood. Hooray for Chunky Wood. Not this nonsense again. Where yeah. stupid stories are read by Chunky. And you know they're really gonna suck. Oh my god. Hooray for Chunky Wood. Holy Hollywood. Can I have your attention? Can I have your attention, please? I think we're gonna have a problem here. You almost caused accidents. Are you out of your mind? Ugh. Okay, you know what? Grumpy Chunk busts through the door. Company's management hits the floor. All the suits know what's in store. Know what's in store. Are you out of your mind? Grumpy Chunk just gets hot. 24 hours later, he gets fired. He's ready to take over, but he's too tired. Are you out of your mind? You could wait. <laughs> Loser! You could wait. Are you out of your mind? You could wait! And it's time for <gasps> oh, Grumpy Chunks email of the day. <gasps> oh! So thank you, thank you for continuing to listen to the Grumpy Chunk program. I am your humble servant, Grumpy Chunk. And this is the Grumpy Chunk podcast, 
You're, I'm your podcast to Pip. <laughs> so I know, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. You know what? Can I tell you? I know podcasting Pip sounds stupid. And you know, there's probably other people out there saying the word. Uh, there's probably other people out there who are calling themselves the podcast pimp. And I appreciate that. I really do. And they're probably, they're probably more pimp-like than I am. I think it's funny because I'm an old fat man and I'm nowhere near being a pimp. And it always may, every time I say it, it always makes Mickey Dolan's eyes just roll in the back of his head like, oh no, here he goes again. <laughs> so anyway, regardless, hey, you can hit us on Twitter at the Grumpy Chunk. You can hit us on the email, the Grumpy Chunk podcast at gmail.com. Please uh, check out the YouTube page and the Facebook page, Grumpy Chunk. Uh, Scott, the intern, has been working so diligently on the YouTube and the Facebook page. So I really, you know what, can I, I applaud him. We got to get him some like lunch or something. He's been doing a fantastic job. All right. So I, you know what, the last two segments, okay, we talked about like, like inside radio stories, right? Well, I got an email Email is from uh, Dan in San Bernardino, California, okay? And I was, I was going to go on to something else, but this is another radio thing, all right? I'm going to read it to you. Dan, he, hi, my name is Dan, and he gives his last name. He says, I'm a radio show host also at, and then he gives us the call letters. I'm not going to give you the call letters because after I read this, I don't want to get him in trouble, okay? He said, my company got me a talent coach and a consultant, these guys are asking me to act in a way that's not me. How do you get away with blowing up your consultants on the air and not get in trouble? How do you deal with these guys? Question mark. You know, uh, Dan and anybody else out there who deals with a type of consultants or people telling you how to be. Okay, I'm not telling you the mechanics or mechanics of how to be. Because let me tell you something. In 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 broadcasting, in radio, in TV, in anything that has to do with media, there are what, what we call mechanics. These mechanics are when do you take your breaks, how many times do you repeat yourself, when is the best time to do a program, are you a morning person, are you a night person, are you a midday person, are you an overnight person, how to structure your content. There's, there's all these different, like, like inside the inside the company, inside the show mechanics that make the show better and listenable, okay? That you have to learn. You have to know that. It's just like a, it's just like a guy fixing a car. There, the, you have to get under the hood. You have to see how it works. It's just like a salesperson. When they go out, there's their sales process that they have to follow. If you are working on an industrial line, like let's say you're building like boats or cars or or making little like medical devices. There's a process. What's difficult for people to understand about those of us in radio or broadcasting or podcasting or whatever is they have these consultants that come in to tell you how your personality should be, how your personality is supposed to uh, get more listeners. Now, I will give you an example. In this broadcast, in this podcast, and the majority of my career I always kind of avoided, um, I avoided like sex. I avoided like real controversial type subjects because I thought they were kind of guttural. I thought everybody was doing them, okay? I don't like to do politics, you know, because that, sometimes when you do politics, you got to choose a side. 
So there's subject matter that I just stay away from because eh, it's not as challenging to come up with subject matter if it's, it's, it's in everybody's face. I had a consultant once. He said, he said, Grumpy, you don't talk enough sex. You don't talk enough about what people want in this world. Everybody can relate to sex. That's why everybody talks about sex. We talk sex all the time. It's all sex, 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 sex. And I'm, I'm like, look at Adam. Like, are you kidding me? What, what, what are you? Is that all, all we're about in this world? Is the sex, sexiness and hotness and, and after there was a few years there where, yeah, you know, I followed what these guys said. So Dan, I totally understand where you're coming from, especially if you're new in the industry. I remember my first consultant. When he sat down with me and he said, here's the topics that you need to, you need to do. And it was sex and sex and sex and sex and politics and politics. All the things that in normal conversation you try to avoid, they want you to go after. They want you to go, at, go after. And then they, they hold up the people that are successful at it. And they said, you could be just like them. You could be the Stern. You could be the Limbaugh. You could be those guys. The Imus. Uh, two or three are not here anymore, so I guess you don't want to be like them. So right now, I could get on the air and I could just bust on my, you know, have some fun with my uh, consultants because in the end, they know that I'm not going to listen to them except for when it comes to mechanics. Because mechanics, you're always learning. No matter how old you are, no how, how, how long you've been in the business, the mechanics, you're always going to help learn. But when it comes to who you are, if you are interesting... If you can convey the message, if you, have, if you have something to offer and you're compelling, then people will listen to you, regardless of what the consultants can say. The consultant cannot help you, Dan, be compelling. Only you can do that. Now, every consultant, every, every radio consultant, every, every podcast consultant, every broadcast consultant, every one of those guys can tell you how to be compelling, but they're wrong. Flat out wrong. And, and if you let them tell you how to be compelling, they will mess with your head. They will tear you down. You won't know who you are. About midway through my career, I didn't know who I was because I had let these consultants get in my melon. I had a, I had a, I had a real tough time trying to figure out what, who, who I was. Who was grumpy, man? Who was grumpy, dude? And, and you start and you, you end up melting down because it's not who you are. So my advice to you, Dan, in San Bernardino, listen to the consultants when it comes to the mechanics of your program. If they want you to take a break at a certain time because that's where the listening audience is, then do it. If they want you to convey a message in a different way, then do it. That's okay. All that all you're doing is building your mental toolbox, man. But if they're going to tell you, okay, you need to talk more sex and you need to talk more blah, 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 whatever you're not interested in, those listening are going to know that you really don't, you're really not into the conversation you're having. So my advice to you is don't listen to the consultants when it comes to content. Don't let them tell you how your personality is supposed to be. Have integrity. See what I'm saying? So Dan from San Bernardino, this is my advice to you. Just be you. Just be the best Dan you can be. Just be the best Dan from San Bernardino you could be. That's it. I'm not, this is not, it's not like uh, getting on a soapbox. This is not like one of these TED Talks where I'm telling you, do you just, you know, this isn't like some motivational thing. This is just, a, this is real life deal. 
All right. So, Dan from San Bernardino, I wish you well. I wish you great luck. I hope you make millions and millions and millions of dollars. I hope that when when you're like making millions of dollars, you think to yourself, man, I got some advice from Grumpy Chunk. Grumpy Chunk busted down some advice for me. And now I'm making more money than he is. Because <laughs> that's all right, man. I, I, you know what? That's the other thing, too, in this industry. Everybody thinks that you got you to be, it's all competitive now. And you know what? I got to tell you, I was. At one time, I was like a killer. I was like a really competitive guy. I was throwing down hard. But then, you know what? Where'd that really get you? Nowhere. So I applaud you. I applaud you, Dan. I hope you're successful. And not just because you sent me an email, but because in the end, if you're successful, we're all successful. If you get a job, we all get a job. So that's, that's great. I'm really, truly happy for you, all right? So once again, Mickey Dolan's giving me the wrap-up sign because that's what I got to do. R- really, Mickey? Producer extraordinaire? Oh, my God. All right, so, so coming up, I want to talk about the Chauvin trial. And right now you're looking at you're looking at your radio, or you're looking at your phone, or you're looking at whatever you're listening to this podcast on. You're going, what? <laughs> what's the question? How, Dolan, Dolan, what's the question? How many times have I gotten fired? How many times have I gotten fired? Uh, forty. Forty. Easy. I mean, I'm looking towards 41. I mean, if that's any consolation. Yeah, let's, let me put it to you like this. When I go down to the unemployment office, they treat me like Norm from Cheers. Hey, Grumpy! So that's how many times I've been fired. Welcome back to the Grumpy Chunk Podcast. I'm your host, Grumpy Chunk, producer extraordinaire, Mr. Mickey Dolan, in the other uh, in the other room there, uh, because we can't afford to get him a microphone. I just wanted to say, because you know how many times on, on, on the email, we get to email saying, hey, why doesn't Mickey Dolan talk? And it's because he can't. Well, he can talk, but he can't talk on the microphone because we don't have a microphone for him. And the company will not pay for a microphone for him. This is a cheap company. Cheap-ass company, bro. All right, so here, here, here's what we got going on, okay? This is, this is a new segment. It's called the Ticking Time Bomb of Topics, all right? I have to get through. Now, get this, okay? Uh, Mickey Dolan and Scott the Intern came up with this game, and they thought it would be kind of funny to see if I could get through. Get this. I got I to gotta cover 10 topics before the bomb goes off, right? Is that, the, is that how this works? So this is, this is what you guys wanted me to do. 10 topics. I have to get through 10 topics before I... Before before I get exploded, is that it? And there's like, oh, you got a, like a, a ticking sound, the whole deal, right? <laughs> okay, so it's called the ticking time bomb of topics. When did you guys come up with this? The break room. Okay, good job, good job. So if the bomb goes off, I lose, right? What do I lose? This is like a game. Okay, what if I what if I make it? What do I win? Nothing. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of nervous because I don't want to. I don't want to be. I don't, don't want to be blown up. So wait, 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 wait. Hold on for a second. What ten topics do I have to cover? Oh, you're gonna hold up. Okay. Oh, now I get it. I get it. I get it. Okay. So here's what's going on. All right. So Mickey Dolan has a flash card and he's gonna hold it up. And when I'm done commenting on it, he's gonna he's gonna throw it away and hold up another flash card. I don't know what is on the flashcards. Is that it? Is that how this works? I don't know what's on the flashcards. I don't know what stories that I'm going to be covering. Okay. Oh my God. That's funny. All right, let's do it. 
Let's do it. I'm, I'm scared, but let's do it. Grumpy Junk has 10 topics to get through before a bomb explodes. And we call it Ticking Time Bomb of Topics. All right, here we go. <laughs> Well, you really got a ticket sound. Okay, so the first the first uh, topic is the Chauvin trial. Well, I said I was going to talk about this anyway. Okay, okay, the Chauvin trial. Okay, here we go. So Grumpy Chunk is on Facebook watching the Chauvin trial, waiting for that police officer to be sentenced in the Facebook page, and you know what I'm talking about. All the comments are like, this guy should get off, indicted, this guy should be acquitted, this is what's going to happen if he's not, blah, 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 blah. I thought it'd be funny to bust out some shameless promotion. So I typed in, the Grumpy Chunk show is awesome. Send. Right in the middle of all this. Nothing, nothing happened. So I do it again. Seriously. The Grumpy Chunk show is awesome. Send. And I'm watching the comments, and all of a sudden I see a buddy of mine who comments, hey, Grumpy. <laughs> he was watching too. I don't know. I guess he had to be there, but I was crying. I was dying. I was tearing up. I, I actually hurt my side because that's the last thing I expected was somebody say hi in this feed of thousands of people commenting on the Chauvin trial as we waited for the verdict. Okay, so that's one down. Okay, I got nine more to go. Okay, so the topic is uh, Caitlyn Jenner is going to run for governor of California. <laughs> Why'd you give me that one? I don't care. I mean, she can do whatever she wants. I mean, is it a publicity stunt or is it something real? Is it real or a publicity? Oh my God. I'm, I'm starting to be like crazy now. This, the ticking is starting to get to my head. Um, let's see. Uh, Caitlyn Jenner is going to be governor of... California, uh, comment on it. I don't care. How's that? Does that work for you? Okay. Well, okay. Let's just move on to the next topic. Okay. Okay. Topic number three. Topic number three. I, I don't care about, I don't care about Caitlyn Jenner being governor. It doesn't bother me. We're not, we're not in California. They listen to us in California, but we're not in California. So what do I care? What do I, what do I care? Oh, 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 how about this? How about this? Uh, maybe California would be transformed into Colorado. No? Okay, that didn't work. <laughs> okay, next topic. Next topic. Oh, my God. The, the time is ticking. <laughs> this is making me nervous. The ticking sound is playing with my head. Oh, my God. Okay, so what's the next topic? My wife's trip to get the oil changed? What? Oh, 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 okay, okay, okay. My wife, Mrs. Grumpy, she took our car to the dealer to have oil change and also to check the system because the system was kind of acted up a little bit. The mechanic looked at her and said, well, because of these new cars and all the mechanics and all the, the computers inside of them, they're trying to learn your driving habits. Like it's Hal from 2001 Space Odyssey. At any time, I think my car is going to say, Scott, you don't want to go there. Scott, you don't want to go there. And the mechanic says, hey, don't worry about your car. It's just getting forgetful. Like my car is Bernie Sanders. It's forgetful. <laughs> okay, I got to keep going. Next subject, next subject. This is nuts, man. Uh, okay, next subject. I can't listen to punk music anymore. What's wrong with the chunk? Let me tell you what's wrong with the chunk. I can't listen to punk music because... Oh! <laughs> I don't even know how many subjects I got through. I didn't get through 10. So, hold on for a second. Mickey Dolan. Man, I got 10 subjects I got to get through. How long do I have before the bomb goes off? Oh, it changes each time? Well, that's great. Oh, my God. I don't even know how this... I don't know. We're going to have to rethink this. 
because <laughs> there's some good stories in there. I should be able to expound on them, but you're only giving me a few minutes. Is that because I talked for forever? <laughs> okay, so that was the ticking time bomb of topics. I don't know if I ever want to do that again. That was unnerving, man. <laughs> All right, so here's how it goes. Another grumpy Chuck dream. Another grumpy Chuck dream. I was uh, walking through uh, Prince Marat Park. Prince Marat Park Cemetery. Very, very dark, very dank. It's just not a good place to be, especially at night. It's just not a good place to be. It's just not a good place to be, especially at night. So I'm walking through this park. Very dark, very dank. Now, I'm afraid of ghosts. I see a guy coming at me. He's walking a little dog. Guy's wearing all leather, head to toe, like leather mask leather bodysuit, leather shoes, leather gloves, the whole weir- uh, the whole works and it's all and it's all purple. Purple leather. Dog is walking, a white bichon. White bichon. Bichon fruché. Very very dark, very dank. And all you see is this guy's mouth through the leather. All right, not good. I'm scared. I'm starting to poop a little bit. It's not good. Very very dark, very dank. I keep looking straight. I keep walking. I walk right by him. He walks by me. So he, we cross paths. He goes behind me. I keep going forward. I'm not turning back. I'm not going to look back. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. All of a sudden I hear, oh, come back here, big boy. Come back. I have to turn around. I turn around and I see this little dog, this little Bichon Frisch. He's hauling. He's hauling ass. He's hauling. He's coming right at me. He goes right past me. And he goes right past me into the darkness. And here comes this big, big purple leathered guy. Come back here, big boy. Come back here, big boy. Come back here, big boy. Very, very dark, very dank. And I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. And all of a sudden, I'm big boy. No! This podcast is feeling the chunk. Grumpy chunk. Alright, so Chunky Wood's done. Uh, we had that horrible ticking time bomb game. Ugh. Did the email of the day, and we also talked about the firing of our program director and some sales guy. It's been it's been this 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 show's been chock full of entertainment value today. I have to tell you, I'm really happy with it. Producer extraordinaire, Mickey Dolan, are you happy with the show today? No. no. <laughs> He's shaking his head, no, I'm not. I'd rather just go have a beer. <laughs> All right, well, Mickey Dolan, I guess I'm in a minority of one. Unless it's Scott the intern. Hold on, Scott the intern standing right behind you. Uh, shake your head up or down. Did you enjoy the show today? No, you didn't either. So, so you two guys didn't enjoy the show. I'm the only one who enjoyed the show today. Great. Okay. Well, you know, with that said, we're out. Please uh, join us on Twitter at The Grumpy Chunk. Email us if you have a question or a comment or something. The Grumpy Chunk Podcast at gmail.com. Check out the YouTube page. Check out the Facebook page. Grumpy Chunk. Just search it in there. Uh, I will say, even though you didn't like the program today, uh, Scott the Intern, you did a really good job with those two things. I appreciate the, the work you're putting in. And uh, you're listening to this program on Spotify, on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Anchor, Breaker, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, or wherever you get your podcasts. Until next time, peace, love, happiness, the abstract truth, because that's the only truth that is truthful. Thank you. I now return you to the end of the world already in progress. <laughs>